Welcome to the Curve Podcast, a conversation for women who want to learn more about money, their money, for the future they want to have. We're all busy in the pursuit for financial confidence and increasing your wealth should be a simple one. That's why the Curve was created. This podcast is for women to learn about investing in a non-scary or intimidating way. With short episodes, you'll have time to learn, digest and understand everything to do with the world of investing. Don't expect to be an expert on day one. No question is a silly question. If you're asking it, so is everyone else. So thank you for being here and for listening, because together we really can raise the curve. Hi, everybody. This is Victoria. And my name's Sophie. So this is a podcast, basically, to to help teach me, but also whoever's listening, about investing. So Vic and I have been working on The Curve, which is an investing platform for women, which is basically to try and help teach people like me who know nothing about investing how to kind of get a bit more confident when it comes to learning how to grow wealth and the money that you do have to sort of learn from the ground up. And for some reason, investing is is so scary and intimidating and we just really wanted to break down break down those barriers and provide a place where collectively we can all come and learn and kind of create a community to do with all things investing. I and mean, that's kind of why we started The Curve. Yeah. So I guess let's just start by saying, so The Curve is basically a platform. At the moment, we're on, we've got a website, thecurve.co.nz, and we've got a whole lot of resources on there, videos and blog posts, and we've got an Instagram where we post content. But it's not overly conversational, and I think with this kind of content, it can be really overwhelming and quite information dense. So, by creating a podcast uh, with you know short episodes where you can listen breastfeeding or walking or you know whenever you have a moment to listen, it's just I think a really a much easier way to digest what can sometimes feel like really overwhelming information, right? Totally. And I guess there'll be different episodes talking about different things, all things to do with investing and finance. And, you know, obviously we've got listeners with different levels of understanding of investing. So, Mm. you know, if there's something you understand already, you can skip past that or you can go back and listen again to kind of further help your understanding on a certain topic. Yeah, we thought a podcast was kind of a a great way to uh, provide investing knowledge to the masses. And so the way that this is going to work is, so Vic's obviously the investing brains. She She's... Do you, Vic, do you want to maybe actually start by just sort of explaining your experience and yeah. sort of why we're actually here teaching people? Because I'm obviously not <laughs> good, the... <laughs> good idea, good idea. So brain. I guess my background, I've been in the finance and investment um, industry for kind of over 10 years now. Oh God, that makes me makes me feel, feel old. old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I started out as a kind of an analyst and then now I'm a portfolio manager. So kind of what does that mean? I guess it... it I, Every day I'm looking at, you know, finding and trying to find investment opportunities for clients. So people are basically giving you their money. Exactly. And, and you're the one that's trying to find what's the best investment for yeah, them. And trying to get the best return for the best bang for their buck. So I'm constantly looking at, at the share market and looking for investment ideas and kind of weighing up risk and return and, and lots of topics we're going to get to get into today and, and throughout the course of the podcast. So I've been doing that for kind of the last 10 years and, you know, I love it and it's every day is different and it's, it's I find it pretty exciting. Exciting. But over the course of the kind of the last 10 years, you know, I've had the opportunity to work for some of New Zealand's top fund managers, as well as working in um, across Auckland, Sydney and London. But throughout that time, and, and increasingly so more recently, I've, I've had 
so many friends, specifically women, come up to me and just say, Vic, help. I don't know help. where to start. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I don't know what like, to do. I have, I've been one of those friends. Exactly. And it's just saying, like, can I just catch up five minutes for a coffee with you? I just really want to pick your brains on, on a few, t- you know, points that I don't understand about investing or, or all the way to, look, I don't even know where to start. Like, I've got kind of, you know, a couple of thousand dollars all the way up, you know. It was definitely all... me. I, I remember calling you from Sydney when you'd moved home and I was like, Vic, I've finally saved like 10 yeah. grand. What do I do? And if I can, like, I, I would I gladly sit down with my friends and, and, and have that chat. And, um, you know, for me, for something that, you know, comes so naturally to me because I do it every day, being able to just, you know, help educate friends, you know, on a, on a couple of things and make make their, you know, investment goals, you know, a lot easier and, and help them build their wealth. For me, I was just like, absolutely. But it kind of got my brain thinking, gosh, if there's this many women within my, you know, my close community and my close group of friends, then gosh, there must be so many other women out there that are feeling exactly the same. And maybe they don't have someone like myself or or someone they know that they can go to to have that conversation. So me and Soph, I mean, we've been friends for, God, too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we came together last year and, well, it's actually been a, a, f- a few years now. Because I remember when you first said to me, you, you came up with the idea and I was like, Vic, I'm so happy to help. Like I can help you with content and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, you're, you are putting yourself out there and, and as much yeah. as you don't want it to be, you know, an influencer platform, it's very much educational. Of course, there has to be a face of it and, and people need to know who they're trusting with this like really important information. So yeah. it did take a while, didn't it, for a confidence perspective to be like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I want to help people. Yeah. And just kind of pulling the trigger, I guess, of, yeah, putting yourself out there. You know, there's all these kind of excuses. The and, classic and, self-doubt. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and yeah, so far we've kind of been blown away by the by the response. And I think that just goes to show, which is, it's also quite unfortunate that there's <laughs> so many women out there that just don't know, don't know where to go to start that investment journey. And you know, being able to provide that place for, people, for women to go is just, um, you know, it's pretty pretty cool. I think what Vic and I, we both really want to create as a community for women in any kind of socioeconomic background, age, I- any demographic, where they can come and learn at whatever stage they're at. And I guess that's going to be a constant communication with you listening and, and you know, interacting with some of the stuff that we're putting up online with things you want to know more about and, and, and you know, kind of just like it being a two-way conversation rather yeah. than us just talking at you. So especially with this podcast, we would love to hear from you, you know, if there's anything you want to learn about or share it with your friends, people that you think are going to benefit from it so that we can create the community of the curve to be really broad and not just our friends or people that we know. And we kind of we, we want to learn from you guys as well. What yeah? What do you want to know more about? What what are you not interested in? And and you know, so we can provide the best and most efficient kind of learning experience for you. So the way that this podcast is going to work is, I know. Very little about investing, which is ironic because we've been talking about this content now for about six months, and I still feel like a total beginner. Why don't? Well, what about your background, Soph? Why don't we okay, touch on that? Yeah, that's also, I hate yeah. talking about myself, but yeah. <laughs> so I have uh, worked in a lot of different uh, producing roles, whether it's like radio shows. I mean, my first job, God, I was like twenty when I produced the Edge Breakfast. It feels like a million years ago, but um, then I went overseas and produced uh, Kyle and Jackie O, which is a big radio show over there. 
Survivor, you know, like some sort of quite large and commercial TV, radio, online kind of content. Stuff um, that I know nothing about, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I've kind of always been in the content creating world and I think where this this sort of partnership works really well is I know nothing about investing, but I, I know a lot about communicating content that's going to be digestible and hopefully interesting and engaging. So Basically, Vic sort of word vomits her knowledge and I'll put it together into whether it be, you know, an image or an article or a video or a podcast um, to hopefully communicate that knowledge so that everyone can learn from it. So, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good combo of us, I think. With this podcast, what we wanted to do was basically start from the ground up. So I guess we, we need to start with the, like, serious basics, Vic. What, what is it that you wanted to kind of cover in today's episode? Pretty much like a finance 101. Um, okay. What I was taught at uni when I first got introduced to finance, and I actually um, had no idea what finance was, even at uni, which is terrible. Out of interest, what was your, like, why were you like, yes, finance? I... Loved business studies at school and kind of accounting and economics. And I th- I remember thinking, I don't know a lot about this finance, which which seemed to fit in with all the other kind of business topics that I understood. And then I was like, I don't know too much about this finance area. Um, and so I literally took finance 101 at university. Um, was it actually called finance 101? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, can you take that as just like a part-time course? I'm or is sure it a full could. degree? Yeah. Yeah, but this podcast would be way more beneficial. True, don't don't go do a degree. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was like such an eye opener of oh my gosh, this is like why was I not taught this at school? This is kind of what Life you skills. should be taught from such a young age about saving and putting money away for for your retirement and all those kind of things. Is and I'm like I'm at university. I'm in my I'm in my twenties and I'm learning about this. Like, and I don't know why. Like I used to have friends come up to me and they were like, oh, my dad always used to talk to my brothers about investing and stuff, but he never talked to me. And like, I think there's just this weird. Massive gender gap when it totally. comes to money and finance and, and just like, like talking co- about it. a scary it. conversation that like, everyone talks about property. You know, you talk about property with, with people, at the, you know, your neighbors at the local barbecue or like your hairdresser or whatever or your friends. But, you know, and particularly in New Zealand, they've got this fascination with investing in property, but investing in shares and just investing in general there is very little conversation about and I kind of want to break down those barriers. Like talk about the stocks you own. Talk about the money you've lost or you've made or like, you know, we should be kind of... Um, Helping each other yeah, learn rather and than... and being congratulating being this... people on the risks or, you know, the, the lessons that they're learning from investing rather than kind of... Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Because even, you know, when people talk about salaries or any of that stuff, it's definitely an uncomfortable conversation that we all tend to avoid you know it's like money in general is just this like everyone sort of shrivels up well especially Mm. women I think yeah and don't talk about it so um, and historically like women haven't really had the money to play around with or to invest so it hasn't been so much of a conversation whereas now I think we are becoming we are like there's still a gender gender pay gap and all that but there we're definitely contributing a lot more to the household in terms of income you know being a greater presence in in the workforce and women we on average live longer than men yes go um on. we get paid less on average than men and we also take time out to have children from the workforce so if you think about your retirement savings your there's three reasons you're going to be behind in terms of your amount of dollars that you have saved versus men in general. So you are, you're, you're going to have a lower pay. 
you're taking time out of the workforce and you live longer, so your time and money actually You has, need more. <laughs> you need more. And yet we're the ones that that don't talk about investing or don't talk about, you know, growing our wealth, whereas we're the ones that need to talk about it the most. That's like, crazy. Yeah, it's kind of we should be the ones that are talking Leading about it. Leading the combo. Yeah, there should be guys setting up the curve. You know, like Do you it's... think guys will be listening to this? Yeah, if you probably. are, you're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women only. What was the like proportion of men to women in your degree? Um, it was kind of 50-50. Like, I don't remember being as um, of a minority as I am now that I'm in the industry. It was literally, yeah, probably 50-50 males and females. But when we got out of uni and go into the workforce, a lot of females went the accounting right. route and not the finance route. So you'd go for work for accounting firms and rather than investment banks or, or fund managers. And because there is this connotation still that it's a bit of a boys club, you're dealing with lots of egos, you know, it can be quite intimidating. How many people would you say on average, like in the jobs that you've had, what's the ratio of guys to girls? Oh, I've been the only girl. In every single and, job? Yeah. So whenever when I started, I was the only female on my team for most of my jobs. And then there was kind of one other that would come. But I'm talking of teams of like 10 people. That's And then so we'd go to outrageous. meetings and there'd be like 40 men around a board table and I'd be the only female. Would everyone try flirt with you? I feel like that's just like <laughs> so attractive. I feel like this woman knows about finance and she's beautiful and I'm she's the sure only the- one here. <laughs> I'm not sure about the flirting part, but there definitely is. I would use it to my advantage. Like if, if I'm meeting a company that we might invest in or we already have invested in, and you're meeting a management team, they're, they're way more likely to remember you if you're the only female versus one of 40 men. Lots of you know? and it's, men. And it's, it's, it's great because the next time you meet them, they're like, oh, hey, Vic, how are you going? And you're like, cool, I've just built this relationship. It can also work to a disadvantage when you're <laughs> like, oh, you shit, who are you? Wrong, like, or if you do something wrong or badly and they're like, oh, it's Victoria. Well, I know exactly you. who it exactly. is. <laughs> so it can kind of work. I, I don't know. I'd, I like to kind of pave the way for other women, <laughs> I mean, but I inspiration. no, but you actually are. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to get other women in the industry, and I mean, it's not as scary and intimidating as it seems. But you do need a thick skin because you're dealing with money and you're dealing with, you know, markets that go up and down, kind of thirty percent. You know, for example, COVID, and you're dealing with. You know, some some guys who don't have the best personalities. So. Oh, I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Martin, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think it's I think it's a really good background to kind of understand where the industry as a whole is at because, you know, being someone that's very removed from it, it's I think you can sort of distance yourself and be like, oh well, I'm the only one that knows nothing, or I'm the only one that's uneducated, or I'm the only one that doesn't feel, you know, confident here. Or, but actually, I think the reality is it's not just amongst your friends or how I feel. It's it's a it's global wider. problem. Mm. It's, it's completely. It's so much wider. And like, I'd love to get the curve to go into schools eventually and kind of talk to talk to young girls and you know give them the option because I didn't even know about. I didn't know what investment banking was, what a broker was, what a fund manager was. Like all the stuff was just, we'll get to it later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, help, slow down. (laughs) All the stuff was just like, what? And, but I knew what a doctor was. I knew what a lawyer was. I knew what an accountant was. You know what a vet is. You know what all the other options options are. And it's, um, it was just never really considered as an option. And I also think think there's probably stigma around finance equals mathematics and algebra, you know, and obviously you need to be reasonably good with numbers, but it's not necessarily like going to do a maths degree <laughs> it's also a relationship thing as well and like a gut thing like god when I go to meet companies it's kind of 90% gut 
10% numbers. That's so cool. And you know what? I think females in general, their intuition and being able to follow that is so much stronger than men. And on average, women are better investors than men because they don't have the irrationality of, oh, I've got to buy, I've got to sell, I've got to do something. Women are much more calm, kind of, I guess, a bit more calculated in their decisions. They don't get emotional which can be surprising to some men. <laughs> um, and I've noticed that. Like, guys I work with, they're, they're trading all day, every day. And it's, whereas I'm kind of like, oh, it's all right. I would prefer to buy a company and and hold it for the long term. Buy a quality company that's growing, good management team. And we'll get into kind of how to pick a winning investment later. But yeah, and just, I'd rather buy and hold. And I think that is a much better strategy, in my opinion, than um, trying to time the market and get in and out and, you know, be a bit hot-headed. And if you're trying to make long-term positive returns and kind of build your wealth, I think definitely the female way of, of investing is 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 a lot more beneficial. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. I mean, I must say, I don't think I'm ever going to be making the switch into a full-time finance role, but I feel like <laughs> even just hearing that makes me feel quite empowered that, okay, this is something that, you know, given time and knowledge and kind of like trusting myself and, and not being judgmental around feeling mm. kind of a bit sometimes dumb. Yeah. It's really exciting, I think, for us to be here after talking about it for so long and actually share stuff with people and, and start to kind of raise the curve. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, at the next episode, we're actually going to get, we're actually going to teach you something about investing. Um, we're going to ramble about our lives. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get back to the basics, kind of like a finance 101. We're going to talk about risk and return, why, why they're so important to kind of look at together. Compound interest, which Albert Einstein says is the sixth wonder of the world. We're going to talk about different asset classes and get a bit into diversification if we have time. Okay. Sounds overwhelming, but I'm excited. (laughs) Get excited, so. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Raising the Curve. We hope you learned something. Just a quick reminder that you're not expected to be an expert on day one. Confidence will grow the more time you spend on building your knowledge. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you have any questions on the content we've covered, please get in touch. We love hearing from you. For more information about The Curve, the work we do, and how you can learn more, head to thecurve.co.nz or find us on socials at the underscore curve nz.